Africa Update on SAFM Sunrise, a continental overview of current African affairs. With Russ Advocate Sipo Mantula from the Tampombeki African School for Public and International Affairs. Sipo, good morning. Okay, so Dan, now we've got another seven-day truce. How's this going to work? Is this one going to hold? Stephen, we do hope so. Remember that coming from Juba yesterday, what we call megaphone diplomacy coming from Salvatore, engaging through the East Africa Regional Bloc, IGAD, engaging both leaders telephonically. They are pushing it to begin tomorrow on the 4th of May until the 11th. And they've agreed also to have the representative for the peace talks to be held at the venue of their choice. Like I said earlier, megaphone diplomacy at play now. We saw even yesterday Musa Fati engaging with Saudi Arabia on the same question of the Sudan crisis. So one would look that the both generals, it seems uh, uh, Hamdan Daklo as well as but, I mean, Abdullah Fata Al-Buran, they will stick to this truth that has been agreed yesterday coming from Salvatore from Juba. In Ghana, the Japanese Prime Minister, he's there. He says they and the Ghanaian president will align their interests on reforming the United Nations Security Council. We've been talking about that for 50 years. Stephen, yes, we might have talked about it for the past 50 years, but I think both members, Ghana and Japan, they are serving as non-permanent members of Security Council for this term. And I think the meeting of minds also coming from Ghana is that uh, the current composition of UN Security Council does not reflect the, the current realities adding to that reform must be pursued by all means necessary. They also engaged on the issues of Sudan also, Stephen, as we know that this is the third week we've been reporting Khartoum blow to blow on Africa update. You also look at this meeting of minds that the Japanese are also looking at the economy, development and human resources. And they put more money also, Stephen, on the peacekeeping missions in uh, Ghana that they have thrown some money again. And like I said uh, yesterday, Stephen, Japan also is hosting the G7 meeting. So this meeting of minds between Japan and Africa is very important and significant. Um, the situation in Kenya, there was a clash with members of the Azimio coalition. Stephen, we know this has started since uh, Raila Odinga lost e- elections last year, but also last month there were many protests uh, that were waged by uh, Raila Odinga with his coalition members, Azimu. Yesterday there was a clash again in the presidential uh, offices uh, in Nairobi. Remember some of their petitions, Stephen, is around unacceptable high cost of food, fuel, electricity. So these are the demands that this movement is pursuing, but also the issue of demonstrating against saying that William the Hustler Ruto has stolen those elections in 2022. So this is a crisis that we see in Kenya that it seems that it's not simmering, it's going up. In Uganda, they've been in the news for all sorts of reasons recently. The Ugandan junior minister of labor, Charles Ngola, was killed by his bodyguard. It's a private dispute. Stephen, private uh, dispute, but also at the home of Angola's house. And the same bodyguard um, turned the gun to himself and killed himself. This is a young uh, soldier, I mean, uh, Charles Angola, who was a retired army colonel, a junior minister in, uh, in labor ministry in Uganda, shot by his bodyguard. And the dispute is around wages, Stephen. It seems that uh, what we are picking up on the online media in Kampala, it was around the guard wages that this soldier was yelling, saying that he has not been paid for a long time. So this is what has caused the uproar. But remember 2021 also, Stephen, the former army chief in Uganda was wounded uh, when his uh, daughter was killed when a gunman shot at their vehicle in Kampala. So it appears that there is some exploitation by these politicians to their bodyguards. Hmm. And then in our archives, this day, 3rd of May, 1991. 
even East Africa Freedom, I mean, East Africa Month in South Africa and in the continent, I thought the declaration of Zinduk Namibia 1991, when it was declared that it's Press Freedom Day, an important day that in the UNESCO, uh, the theme is shaping a future of rights, freedom of expression as a driver for all other human rights. This is a working title, Stephen, that we know that the freedom of uh, media in this country, the role of the journalists who are under attack in the line of duty, you think of Sudan, you think of Somalia, and also the independence of the media in the continent. These are the issues that normally when you look back at this day, we have to reflect on. Asante Sana SG, as we are still leading the conversation, SAFM, Station of the Year. Sipo Mantulip, thank you so much. Back tomorrow, more news from our continent through the day here on SAFM.